Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Dimensions of Greatness podcast. I've missed you guys. I just want to let everyone know that you have been truly missed. And um, But the good thing is we, we took off a week, but the great thing is God has added a double dose, a double portion of revelation to get you into the promised land to cause you to possess your territories, your dominions. We have a great and powerful word today. There's going to be multiple revelation alerts. So just be ready. Brace yourself for the greatness of God that's going to be released by a spirit of revelation today. Hope that everyone has been blessed since the last time we've joined. Um, I noticed that there's been a lot of activity in Russia and in Washington um, in the United States, the state of Washington. Um, The people listening in Washington, there's been an influx of activity um, um, from listening and subscriptions. So I just want you to email me at Felicia at DallasBoss.com. Let me know what you think. Let me know uh, what's causing you to to chime in and and, um, frequently and to share um, the podcast. I'm very interested. I welcome you. Thank you for taking interest in this podcast. Thank you for trusting in the word of the Lord coming forth through me. I am honored. I am humbled. I am grateful. I'm thankful. I always look for opportunities to fellowship with the people of God on any level and just to um, discuss the greatness in God, the opportunities. We can add to one another. We can add revelations and mysteries um, to what God is doing in the lives of the people of God so that we can abound even more and more. Well, ladies and gentlemen, today is going to be awesome. I am excited. The fire of the Lord has been revealed. And I don't say that loosely. When I talk about the fire of God, I mean the consuming presence. I mean the revelation and the word of God mingled together. The Bible talks about it being mingled together through the resurrection, the death, burial, and resurrection. And then that fire is released through a system of impartation, even established through the prophet Elijah. We're going to talk about that. We have not gotten away from dominion. We have not gotten away from you possessing your land, you walking into whatever God has called you to, whether it be to become a barber, to own a barber shop, to own a car wash, whether it be to own a daycare, whether it be to have a ministry, an international ministry, a ministry just in Australia. Maybe you're thinking about uh, thinking about uprooting and moving overseas. Whatever it is, I want you to know that there is an order, there is a pattern, there is a system. There are formulas of fulfillment that God is releasing through this podcast. And I'm excited. I missed the week but I've been laboring and praying. I've been prayerful about how the Lord would have me to proceed. Now, even though we've been talking about the 12 sons of Israel, the 12 sons of Jacob, I get so excited. I'm doing a little dance right now, just thinking about my little Reuben and my Simeon and my Levi and Judah. I get excited because these are not just people, just like you're just not a person. These are not just children mentioned in the Bible. They are pillars and anointings of establishment and glories in God. People wonder why I pray all the time, but I don't see any results. God has ministered to me prophetically through a man or woman of God and nothing has come to pass. I love the Lord. I'm living holy. I'm living sanctified. I'm living a righteous lifestyle, but there's no fruition. I can't see the promise and the blessings of God being made manifest. That's because the enemy keeps us from revelation. The greatest trick of the enemy and his greatest task is to keep the revelation from the people of God. I mean, look at the apostle Paul. When he was blinded, he was able to see God, hear God, and move 
forward. He didn't even walk with Jesus, but he had such a powerful ministry through the spirit of revelation. Even the apostle John, very powerful connection to Jesus Christ through the spirit of revelation. So when our eyes are enlightened, the understanding of our eyes are enlightened, we're able to walk in a greater communion with the Lord. The community of the heavenly host is opened up to us and the blessings come down. I'm not just speaking of material blessings. I'm not just speaking of materialistic gain. I'm talking about the will of God for your life. That's the blessing. The will is the blessing. What God has for you is the blessing. We say that term and it's so cliche in the church and in the, in the lives of the people of God, that what God has for you, it is for you. But what do people actually mean by that? What does that actually mean? So through this podcast and through the dimensions of greatness, organization and incorporation. We want to help you to fulfill those things. So I'm just going to jump right in. I'm not going to take too much time talking about the small talk. I just want to welcome everybody back, get everyone excited, let the fire of the Lord rekindle you and let the grace of God quicken you that you understand that there's a grace to operate in more. There's always more. There's always a greater anointing. There's always a greater opportunity. The door and the and the opportunity to move forward and access and possess the land is always there. The Bible says that not one word of that Bible will fail. It will accomplish the thing that it was sent forth to do. Even now as the word of God is being permeated into the atmosphere, take hold of it, lay hold of it, access the faith and the promises of God and prepare to do great things. I'm going to do great things. I don't know about you, but the greatness of the Lord is upon me through glory. And I'm going to discuss that today. We talked about Judah. We talked about Levi. We talked about Simeon. We've talked about Reuben. So there's an order that God is releasing today. There's a virtue that God is releasing today. There's disciplines of destiny, disciplines of destiny. I want you to remember that. What do you mean disciplines of destiny? There are, you, you know, the will of God is released to you through different means. It could be through dreams. It could be through prophetic unction, through laying on of hands, through the stirring up of gifts that are within you. But there are disciplines that come to fulfill that. And I'm going to get into it. I want you to get your pen and paper because there's going to be a powerful word of revelation. There's going to be so much, so much greatness and to satiate your mind, your heart, and your spirit. There's even going to be a schedule released of greatness that how God is going to order your steps, if you will, that you can obtain the promises of God. There's going to be permissions released today, spiritual permissions that you can go forth and possess the land, take dominion, take that territory. There's going to be access released today, access into the revelation and the mysteries of the kingdom of God, because in order to lay hold on a promise or even execute a particular contract in the spirit realm that access has to be given but it's through the heavenly host everything trickles down through the heavenlies that's why the bible says that there is spiritual wickedness in high places because the enemy sets up his objective to cause you not to walk into the promises of God in a high place because he doesn't want the blessing coming from a high place. He sits in a high place to try to stop the high place anointing to rest upon the people of God. Oh my goodness, I'm getting ahead of myself. But so the the high place is releasing virtues. The Bible says he'll open up windows, pour you out blessings. They come from a spiritual realm in the heavenly places. The Bible talks about the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So that access first comes from a heavenly place and then we are chosen by God to enact it, reenact it in the realm of the earth. So you're going to get access, you're going to get entry, and you're going to get dominion to possess the land. I'm going to recap very briefly about Judah, that we, what we talked about last week. Um, you know, 
I've thought about over the last few days about what we've discussed so far, and I'm even going to go back and listen to the first uh, portion of the Dimensions of Greatness podcast where we talked about vision for, you know, maybe 10 weeks. And um, God is telling me to revisit that um, because uh, the scope is being expanded. I'm going to be able to see even more clearly concerning economic principles and economic opportunities. I'm going to be able to speak more precisely um, next week on what God is going to do economically, especially for ministries and business owners, especially for ministry and business owners. That is my calling. That is my gift to establish the will of God in the earth realm for the people of God through entrepreneurship and through establishing ministries. The ministry is of God. It's of the kingdom. But in order for it to be fulfilled in earth, there must be certain uh, methods and we must take a certain route to make sure that it's established firmly in the realm of the earth. So that's my calling. That's my gifting. So next week, um, we're going to have very specific details. Make sure to come back. If you want to start a business, if you already own a business, we're going to take it to the next level. Either way, we're going to take it to a new dimension of higher, a higher height and a dimension of greatness either way. And if you're thinking about starting ministry, I'm going to show you things that you can do in the realm of the earth, meaning in governmental systems, um, within, um, financial opportunities, a favor with financing so that you can grow. It's all about growth. It's all about growth. Anything that doesn't grow is not of the kingdom of God. Even Jesus cursed that fig tree and said, you will never ever deceive me again because when I establish something in the ground, I expect it to yield 100 fold return. So it's all about the return. But today we have a good word. We have a word that is full of living water that's going to flow And it's going to satiate and saturate the foundation and the fertile ground that God has you, um, where God has you located in so that you can possess that land and that territory. We talked about the power of Judah, um, not last week, I'm sorry, uh, two weeks ago, the last time we met, we talked about the power of Judah, uh, part two. And um, there was an impartation um, anointing released um, about the power of Judah and his importance in the kingdom. The power of Judah, his importance in the kingdom. I want you to understand this is very, very, very important. It's very important. Um, if you talk about Jesus all day, people are happy with that, and but they may not have any manifestation. If you talk about the Holy Spirit, people are happy with that. They will get an impartation, but they may not have the manifestation that they want. And that's because God is all about foundation. So the reason that we've been talking about the 12 sons, we're only on number four. There are eight sons left. They're not just sons. They are anointings. They are powers that you can pull on at any moment to get the fruition in your life. If you are seeking a financial blessing, there's an anointing that comes from one of the sons of Israel. If you're seeking land or to expand your coast, or you just need to spread out, you feel like you're, you know, you're being trapped in a small place. You're being inhibited. You can latch on to one of the 12 sons of Israel to possess that land. They all represent a land. The land represents your original purpose. Remember I told you weeks ago, land possession represents possessing your original purpose. It appears in the word of God that the land is a place. The land is a place, but it's always also the original purpose, the original plan of God. When God says possess the land, he's saying possess your original purpose. People are trying to possess things and they are not 
paying attention to what the original mind of God says about that particular endeavor. That's where you're missing the mark. So that's what we're going to discuss. Judah, 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 the royal anointing. Jesus comes from Judah. Jesus is a descendant, a direct descendant of Judah, the fourth son. So there are multiple virtues that come from Judah. Four dimensions particularly that we're going to discuss, but not only are we going to discuss these dimensions of greatness pertaining to Judah, we're also going to talk about the virtue, the virtue that comes with every revelation, the virtue that comes with every dimension. You can learn from God and, and pull on the virtue of God, but the revelation and the virtue must match. If God releases a revelation, there must be a virtue to accompany it. There must be a power to accompany it. Someone can tell me something right now and I say, oh my God, that's so powerful. That's great. I can learn all day long, but I need a virtue to cause it to be coupled. That's when the Bible talks about coupled. When it talks about being coupled, it means that there are two forces coming together to cause an explosion, to cause a, a magnetic energy, if you will. So Judah means to celebrate. It means, um, you know, territory. Everyone has a name. We all have an identity, but there is a territory directly connected with the identity. Some people know who they are, but they cannot establish that territory. Some people have lots of territory, lots of wealth, lots of land, but they don't know who they are. And so the enemy causes conflict in that area. He will cause someone to attain a degree or, or some type of um, professional um, accomplishment, but that person will never know who they are in God, or he'll cause someone to pray and fast all day long. They can get into the head of God, get into the mind of God, tap into the will of God. But in the earth realm, there's no fruit. You will never ask this person for any advice because there's no manifestation of grace that you can see. The only grace they have is the grace to get into the presence of God. And God is saying, no longer will that be. If you seek me, you will find me. If you search after me, I will fulfill the will of God in your life and everyone will see it. We're going to get into that about the manifestation of the sons of God. There is a manifestation of the sons of God. The word talks about that the earnest expectation of the creature waiteth on the manifestation of the sons of God. So Judah means the hand to hold out, to throw a stone, to throw an arrow. Um, the tribe of Judah has a kingly, a royal anointing that rests on them. That's where the praise came from. That's why we worship, we praise, we clap our hands. That's why we can sing unto the Lord a new song. All the things that David talked about was that anointing that came from Judah originally, the original purpose. Yod, it means power, direction, distinction, order, ordinance, branch, palm. This all comes from Judah. That's what his name means. And we talked about last uh, two weeks ago how Psalms 133 says, behold, how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It's like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down upon the beard of Aaron. The beard of Aaron. Aaron is a Levite. He's from the third son. So Aaron is from the tribe of Levi. And David is from the tribe of Judah. David is referencing the tribe of Levi because when you have a Levite, a Levitical anointing meeting a royal anointing, you are untouchable. There's nothing that the enemy can do to hinder a priestly anointing merged with the kingdom anointing. You have Melchizedek who is priest and king. No one has ever been able to distract the order of Melchizedek. We discussed that a few weeks ago, the order, the order of Melchizedek. And so God is saying in order to get into that place, that secret place, 
David said, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high God shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge. He's my portion. He's my strength. He's my this and my that because he was operating according to the order of Melchizedek that cannot be penetrated, that cannot be pierced. The entire purpose of the kingdom of God, the entire purpose of Christ is to rejoin us back into that will, rejoin us back into that revelation. Melchizedek is mentioned very few times. The anointing never went away. The anointing has never been fully disclosed because you have to get into a secret place in order to operate. Now, people always refer to King David as a, as a king but he was also a prophet. As I'm studying the King David more and more, he was extremely prophetic. He had multiple gifts. He had the word of knowledge. He had the word of wisdom. And people think, oh, Solomon was blessed with a gift of wisdom, but that oil was already flowing from King David. That oil had already been established. David is saying here in Psalms 133, like the oil that flowed from Aaron's beard that went down to the skirt of his garment. Remember that. The oil of Aaron's beard, the oil of Aaron's beard. Aaron is a Levite. He's the brother of Moses. He was the forerunner that caused the people to possess the land. So that oil that will cause you to possess the land, that business that you want to flourish, that ministry that you keep getting so downtrodden about, everything that you want to possess, a healthy marriage, a healthy family, a, 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 a flourishing education, all of those things, that's your land. That's your original purpose. If God has revealed to you that that's his will for your life, there's an oil that flows from the Levites, okay? That must be attached with the royal anointing. What do you mean the royal anointing? The royal anointing is the place of peace. So you travail in Reuben. That's where you created something. You have an idea. That's the first son of Jacob. And then you have the promise of God, the contract, the legalities, the governmental order that comes from Simeon who went into Shechem. Shechem means the gate. So once you have an idea or something that you know that you want to do, God has revealed to you, you have to go in through the gate, which is the governmental structure. Some people create things. They don't go in through the governmental structure. And that's why they're in the same place today that they were in two, 2007, because you have to go in through the gate, the governmental structure. Then you have Levi, the third son. He represents the priestly anointing, the word of God, the will of God, the priestly anointing that allows you to go in and out of the presence of God. So you have that idea, you have that business, you went in through the gate, God established the structure saying do X, Y, and Z. This is the way that we're gonna form this blessing. Then you attach it to the anointing, the priestly anointing, meaning I can access God when I need help. I can tap into the presence of God when I need help concerning this business, concerning this ministry. Then you have Judah. He represents the royal anointing. He represents the prosperity. No, None of us can get around this order. This is the order of Melchizedek. This is the order of God. That's why Melchizedek met with Abraham before there was an Isaac, before there was a Jacob, and he they exchanged goods, services, and revelations because they had an understanding that this was the perfect plan and the perfect will of God, okay? So then you have Judah. He represents the kingly anointing, the kingly anointing, the kingly anointing. Jesus comes from Judah. So God says, 
in him, he is King of Kings and Lord of Lords, but he released the access into the kingdom for all of us. So we all come into the kingdom of God, the revelation of the kingdom of God, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Thy kingdom come, the kingly anointing, the kingdom coming comes through Judah. So in order to have that stature in the earth realm to possess to conquer, to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, you have to understand Judah. You want to seek God. You want the greatness of God, but you don't want to praise him. Judah comes with a praise anointing. You want to get into the presence of God. You want the prosperity of God, but you don't want to dance before the Lord like David did till his clothes came off. As a matter of fact, that anointing of dancing, that anointing of praise was so powerful that when the wife of David, Michal, tried to address him concerning his praise, concerning his dance, the Lord said, you won't even bear any children. You won't even have any children. Think about that. God told this woman, you won't have any children because I've established an anointing in Judah that he would praise me in the midst of my people that my glory would be revealed. And you have the nerve to tell him he cannot praise me. You won't have any children. So the fruition, the manifestation, the birthing forth of the kingdom of God comes through Judah. And if you don't acknowledge the praise anointing, the glory anointing, the prosperity anointing, the royalty in this child of Jacob, you will not have any seeds, not just natural children, seeds of prosperity, seeds of blessing, seeds of greatness. The Bible says that Jacob blessed Judah as an everlasting pillar of royalty and power. So in the book of Genesis, I want to say chapter 39 or 40, somewhere around there, he's telling his children what they, what their inheritance will be. He says, Judah, thou art he whom thy brother shall praise. Thy hand shall be in the neck of thine enemies. Thy hand shall be in the neck of thine enemies. See, you gotta have that praise to keep the devil away. You gotta have that stature of royalty and prosperity to let the devil know you ain't playing. We will go to war. We'll go to battle. We'll be victorious. See, that's where Judah comes in. Thy father's children shall bow down before thee. He's talking to Judah. This is Jacob, the father of the blessing, talking to Judah, his fourth son. Remember, anytime you see anything in the word of God, this is a revelation alert. Anytime you see anything in the word of God that has four, we're going to get to that in just a minute. For anything, for anything, for anything, God is building something. The number four represents the, represents building, the four foundations, the four winds from Ezekiel. I mean, it's all throughout the word of God. He's building something. I want you to know that. So if you read something, latch on, know that God is building something in your life. The Bible says Judah is a lion's whelp. From the prey, my son, thou art gone up, stooped down, he couched as a lion. He's talking about the lion of the tribe of Judah. Who shall rouse him up? The scepter shall not depart from Judah, meaning that royalty, that royal anointing, the throne will not depart from Judah, never ever, nor a lawgiver from between his feet unto Shiloh come. I'm going to talk about Shiloh when we get down the line with the other brothers. Unto him shall the gathering of his people be, binding his fowl unto the vine, and his as his colt unto the choice vine. He washed his garments in wine, and his clothes in the blood of grapes. His eyes shall be red with wine, his teeth white with milk. Zebulun shall dwell at the haven of the sea, and he shall be for a haven of ships. This is talking about Zebulun. We'll get into that later. So what we want to discuss today, what we want to reference today, what I want you to receive today, 
First Peter 2 and 9, we're talking about virtue. We're talking about the virtue of Judah, those powers coming together, the royal anointing resting upon you. It's very important because you will be average and you cannot give God the glory if you're living a day-to-day -day average life. And that's all it's about is glorifying God. The Bible says that people may see your good works and glorify your father who is in heaven. That's what a dimension of greatness is going to the next level to give God the glory. It's not about I want this or I want that or my flesh wants this or my flesh wants that. It's about spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. First Peter 2 and 9, you are a chosen generation. Listen to this, ladies and gentlemen. Huge revelation alert. Ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called thee out of darkness into his marvelous light. We've listened to this scripture for forever. Ye are a chosen generation, dimension one. A royal priesthood, dimension number two. A holy nation, dimension number three. A peculiar people, dimension number four. These are four dimensions of glory that the Lord is releasing even now, saith God that ye should show forth the praises of him who have called you. Remember, I was talking about the power of your praise. You should show forth. That's the purpose of the dimensions. That's the purpose of being called forward. That's the purpose of many are called, but few are chosen. That's the purpose as I've called you by name. That's the purpose of I have given all things that pertain unto life and godliness, that royal priesthood, that holy nation, the peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of him who have called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Number one, the chosen generation. Many are called, but few are chosen. This is key. This is when you have the original introduction to greatness. The original when Abraham met with God and God said, I will make you a father of many nations. That's the original calling. That's the original purpose. It went through Abraham and went through Isaac and went through Jacob. And then Jacob began to bear the fruit of that word of that promise. Then you have the royal priesthood. This is the order of Melchizedek, which represents peace, prosperity, praise and power. The royal priesthood, peace, prosperity, praise and power. God is going to build you in those four dimensions of royal priesthood, royal priesthood. Judah is royalty. The priesthood is Levi. This is where the third son meet the fourth son, the royal priesthood. Judah is king. Judah is royalty. Priesthood is Levi. Priest is Aaron, royal priesthood. Together they come, they're coupled together for a purpose to represent the order of Melchizedek, who was priest and king. So you have the three here. So in the chosen generation, there's an anointing of three. Three means to establish. So in the chosen generation, you have an anointing from Abraham. You have an anointing from Isaac. You have an anointing of Jacob. I will discuss that later. Then on the royal priesthood, which is the second dimension, you have the order of Melchizedek representing peace, prosperity, power, and praise. This has been derived through Melchizedek first. He passed it on to Abraham. Remember I told you a kingdom anointing has to be filtered down into the earth through a person, through a vessel. Melchizedek went to Abraham and he ignited that lineage into his will, into the promise of God, into the plan of God in that moment in Genesis chapter 14. So you have Melchizedek, then you have David. He's the second progenitor of the kingly anointing. Saul was king before David, but Saul didn't execute the purpose of God as David did. And then you have Jesus, Melchizedek, David, Jesus. This is the plan of God. And 
The reason it's established this way is for purposes of redemption. There was a redemption glory through Melchizedek. There was a redemption glory through David. And we all know there's a redemption glory through Jesus. But you won't understand how and why God is redeeming you. You won't understand how and why God is restoring you into an abundant place. He says, I come that you might have life and life more abundantly. That wasn't Jesus talking when he said, I come that you might have life, life more abundantly. That was the order of Melchizedek talking through the Lord that you might have life and life more abundantly. And so number three, the third dimension is the holy nation. This represents dominion. Abraham's first promise from God is that he would make him a, a great nation. So the dominion represents the territory, represents the nation. This is a great virtue. When he says a great nation, remember I said every virtue has to be connected to a re revelation. So the greatness is the virtue. Greatness is a virtue. Greatness is a virtue. Then the nation represents the territory. That comes through revelation. He says, go here, go here. Canaan, land, um, uh, Jericho. He told them, you know, those places are revealed through revelation, but you have to have the anointing to be great on you to possess. You can go into anywhere and come to and fro anywhere, but if you don't have an anointing of greatness on you, you will be a sitting duck in that land. You don't want to be a sitting duck. You want to be a pillar of power in your territory and in your land. Your territory is directly connected to a revelation. Remember that. That's what makes it holy. That's what makes the nation holy. That's what makes you a holy nation is the revelation of the purpose of that place. Okay, number four dimension is the peculiar people. This is the good part. The fourth son is Judah. The fourth dimension is peculiar people, peculiarity. What does it mean? It means there's a glory there. There's a majesty there. There's royalty there according to the plans of God. Second Peter one and four says, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, exceeding great and precious promises, that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through love. Us. And beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, add to your virtue knowledge. So he's saying there's a promise there. Remember, there's a promise there. There's an order there. There's precious greatness there. But you have to add to this faith virtue. So I don't have time to get into it. I have so much more to share. I didn't know it was going to go by so fast. I'm sorry, you guys. Make sure you come back Monday. <laughs> I have so much more to share. I'm on fire. I'm excited. God is releasing greatness to everyone all over the world. He has something great he wants to show us, he wants to reveal, and he wants to establish. So remember, email me at Felicia at DallasBoss.com. Let me know what you think. Join me next Monday around 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. We will discuss more royalty through Judah and the power to possess your promised land. Have a blessed week. Bye-bye.